Hey, this is Carleone. And this is Logan. And you're listening to The Manifest. And this is our newest episode. October 25th, we're definitely going. <laughs> Go ahead, crunch. Yeah, they love to hear the sound of that. Mm. Crunch up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> crunch up your uh, McDonald's. I'm going to tell you right now, that chicken McGriddle was fire. They're good. Right, They're I'm good. I'm trying not to get yeah. too loud, but it was fire. We're that good was to go so on the vocals, bomb. Joe. Okay, cool. That was so, that was yeah. incredible. But All right. Um, go ahead. What's up, guys? This is the Manifest Podcast. Up, I'm Carleone. I'm Logan. And today, uh, we have a special guest. Uh, her name is Jen Malik. Um, Jen. <laughs> I said her name wrong twice. Not once, but twice. The first time, it was right after she told you that that was not right. Mm-hmm. Then you proceeded to, to do it to wrong say it anyway. Again, uh, to, to say it wrong anyway. We, or for those of you who are listening, <laughs> oh, we, man. You, know, you know us by now. We record two podcasts. We just recorded Jen's for the Hyphen podcast. And... I introdu- I did the introduction, and obviously, like Carl does a lot of the introduction for everything for all of our episodes, and it's pretty. It was pretty clear in that moment because I literally <laughs> said her name completely wrong after and she now just Carl's told me. Like Logan, it's yeah. never like it's not. Never never everybody, all three of you guys looked at me like you said Jane again, and I'm like, <laughs> and then I did. Hey, I was gonna say because at first you didn't realize it. Yeah, I didn't. I was just, just I was just Jane going. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was yeah, like, this is Jane Malik. Hmm. Like, no, it's not Jane Malik. Actually, <laughs> right? it's Jan Malik. <laughs> Um, Okay, uh, let's get into our week. Well, let's talk about what the podcast will be about. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is an interview with Jen, uh, and then also she has a really cool project coming out, and so we'll sort of let her tell you about that, what it's about, when it comes out, and then we're going to ask her some questions about, um, you know, that specific uh, project uh, pertaining to, you know, how does someone get started with doing something like this, Mm -hmm. advice for people who want to, you know, get into that type of avenue, so... Um, how was your week, bro? My week was good. Just chilling at this point. Now we're kind of well, we're not weird. chilling. We're no, we're definitely not chilling. Yeah. I feel like now we're not chilling. Like I think it all started on Thursday because I went. For those of you who've been listening, you know we're getting into our new building. So this week is stressful. Like tomorrow is our last service. Today is Saturday. We're recording today because tomorrow we literally won't have time. No, yeah, we won't. Um, but tomorrow is our last service in our old building and we have to have everything, all of our stuff that we needed out of there, we have to have everything out of there and into our new building, everything set up and completely done exactly how it's going to be for our first service on Sunday morning because we have an inspection on Thursday. It is stressful. So definitely we are, we are going all in, but um, honestly it's exciting being there, being there the last couple of days. I've been there since Thursday. So I go on third, I went after work and then I went after work yesterday and was there all night, um, and then I got there first thing this morning, and uh, it really is, uh, it really is just like, it's so exciting. It really is so exciting. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm ecstatic. Like I, I can't wait, dude. Seeing, yeah. the, seeing the carpet, we got the carpet in. We were there today. Yeah, and it just, it looks so yeah. good. Brother Terry Stewart's there, hooking up, hooking us going up with in. our sound. He's going yeah. in. He's getting all stuff done. Man, it's, it's just exciting. Just exciting to see guys. from where, it, how it started to mm-hmm. now. It's becoming really, really real. Oh yeah, at this point. Oh for sure. Yeah, for we're sure. Super no excited. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So how was your weekend, bro? 
It was good. Same, I mean, we're basically living the same lives right we now. We really are. We've been we've been with each other. I think every, almost, almost every, every day. day this week. Yeah, almost every. But day. that's not really out of the ordinary. It's really not. <laughs> I think that's one thing that like uh, Victoria. Oh yeah, yesterday she said Two like peace in a pod. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yesterday or day before yesterday. It's like we're always we're always together. It's like when we're not together, and Victoria calls, she's actually shocked. And she's like, she's right. like, man, I'm surprised you guys aren't together because it's it's actually kind of funny. It's almost like she knows, yeah, like for she sure. always, she just calls and then we just happen to be together and we're like, right, you guys together. are attached at the hip. I think basically we are. at this we point, yeah. Real. All right, uh, so let's get into our first. I mean, our topic for today. So, well, first of all, sort of tell us about you, Jen. Um, you know where you go to church. You know where you live. All that good stuff. Your your profession. That so people can you know sort of get get introduced to you. Yeah, so my name is Jen Malik, not, not Jane. Not Jane. Malik. Not Jane. Not Jane. I'm never gonna hear the end of that. Yes, but not it's Jane. okay. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll start going by Jane now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout oh out to God. all the Janes out there. Right. Uh, anyways, really. <clears throat> so my name is Jen Malik, and I go to Life Church, Pastor Rich and Tamara Brown's church in Covina, California, and I understand the church, the church building struggle yeah. because we have been in. Oh gosh six buildings in the last seven years or so and by the wow. time we move into our building it will be building number seven so wow so yeah this building that you're moving into right now is this y'all's building or no we're renting right now and then the building that we will be moving into mm-hmm. we actually purchased an old guitar center hey. and so yeah it's been we did that two years ago and you know processes here in southern california not not oh, fun terrible but regulations yeah. and it's yeah. it's been it's been an incredible experience just seeing everyone uh, do whatever they can and get in there and, yeah, and yeah. just yeah. help out and serve it's been awesome yeah, cool and then for profession i work in the advertising industry mm-hmm. um on the digital creative team sachi and sachi <laughs> as a copywriter and right. i've been cool. there for three years oh wow all right. very yeah. cool very cool all right um <clears throat> so now that we sort of you know got a little bit introduced to you tell us about this project that you that you're working on um I know that Logan and I are extremely excited about it. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be uh, a very helpful tool. Uh, and then, you know, you know, we have people on this podcast for their specific, the, the talents and the things that they do really well. We want to, you know, shine a light on that. And so that's why we sort of, we sort of want to talk about your project. This is coming out what day? November 1st. November 1st. So I believe by the time this podcast comes out, it will have already been released. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then, so sort of tell us a little bit about it. And um, yeah. Yeah. So November 1st, I have a devotional coming out called Through the Morning Fog. And this is the second edition of this devotional. I first wrote this book a few years ago. And then recently, about several months ago, I really felt like God was telling me to rewrite this book. And really just include all the lessons that I had learned over the last few years. And during a season where uh, it was a very, very foggy time in my life, a lot of questions unanswered. And, you know, when you start praying for something, you're praying for it for a few days and then a week and months. And then, you know, two, three years down the road, you begin to have a lot of doubts and questions. But through that, God taught me so, so much. Mm. And so I wanted to provide a book that would be able to help people through difficult times to allow people to understand that there is purpose through the pain, there is purpose in the brokenness, and that the things that you're going through are going to help heal other people. And so mm-hmm. whenever I start writing any kind of project, the number one thing I tell myself is 
I got it. I got to bring hope to others. And I want to use my Definitely, voice to yeah. bring hope into other people's lives. And then recently when I was at NAYC, we were kind of, I was walking around with uh, our hi- national hyphen director, Kristen Keller, and we were walking around and looking at the book section. And we realized that there weren't a lot of books targeted towards young adults or there weren't, there just weren't as many, or maybe there are, there are books targeted towards young adults, but not as many young adults who are writing books. Mm. And I believe that yeah. we have very many gifted young adults and maybe have never considered it. Or I've, I've actually had people reach out to me in the past and say, you know, I feel like God's telling me to write a book and what do I do? And so, mm-hmm. um, have helped kind of like guide them through that process. And, and I just really felt, okay, God, like this, this is something, this is something that you want. You, you want this, you want this generation to be a voice. And so yeah. if I can provide that in any way, then, then I'm going to run with it. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So this project is a, is a prayer devotional. Yeah. And so, well, for, before we get into how you started it, let's talk about, you know, the actual project itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what's the format? So it's, it's in a, it's a book format. Will it be available online as well yeah so if you don't like holding paper books which i don't really get people who don't like that <laughs> uh, i like a paper book <laughs> i do like a paper book i i would There's if just something about yeah. the satisfaction of holding a paper book in your i agree hands, I you know? if, I'm, if i'm gonna read it i want it i want it i want you the get physical to take notes copy. you yeah. can mm. annotate and highlight See, uh, no i mean you can I'm not do that buying on Kindle a, too i'm not buying a book and then the, the, you know, getting rid of the value of the book by writing in it because I might need to resell that book. Well, oh, that's why. You know what I'm saying? That is why. You don't like, want to look at my books because no. they they are annotated. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. and, and, I, and all over. I, yeah. I, I I see a lot of people like take notes in their Bible or highlight. Oh, that I can't, I can't do that. Then you don't want to look at my Bible. What? Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, seriously, I feel, like I feel what? weird. I feel weird <laughs> writing in the Bible. Like yeah. highlight. I, I, I feel I weird. I don't know. I feel that. Yeah, yeah I I. I love I I think that's like if I'm gonna read a book like I want the physical copy yeah like, otherwise I I like to listen to books mm-hmm. because like I've like I've said before like, I'm not a huge reader <laughs> this is not who I am but there are a few books where it's like dude I really want to read that one and like right now I'm reading one called The Bait of Satan it's like oh, oh my goodness it's I've heard I've heard it's incredible right now someone I'm like just recommended that book to in. me so I I have it on my list but it's have incredible. you read any of his other books I haven't I'm currently reading uh, Killing. Kryptonite, which is yeah. incredible, and I highly recommend. Yeah. And then I just finished reading the book Breaking Intimidation um, uh, by John Bebear. I'm gonna read it, read it, read it. It is definitely. a book for this generation that yeah. I think is so essential, especially if you're battling um, yeah. fear or just stepping out of your comfort zone and all those things. Yeah. So very yeah. cool, very cool. But anyways, back to yeah. so it's gonna be online okay. for people who don't like the paper book. And right. So it'll be available both via Kindle. And paperback form. All right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And so it's break. It's broken down into, into chapters. It's like a legitimate book, not just like a journal type thing. So it's broken into chapters. Do you have uh, chapter headings and things like that, or um, you know, the titles? Yeah. So each each it's it's like any daily devotional. It's it's thirty days, and each one is titled something different and addresses That's different awesome. kind of subjects, but. I also wrote it in a way that you could read it from beginning to end. So it almost kind of like a story. So I even start off with things from high school, that transition from high school to college. And then once I was in college and then post-college and then now. And so you kind of see that throughout the entire book so that you could Mm -hmm. sit and read it in one sitting as well. Yeah, I like the story type. The story type uh, prayer devotion is sort of it helps you. um, For me, it helps me focus better. And then it also allows me to like, Sort of connect everything together. Make it personal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So you told us about, you know, the structure of the book. 
how would how does someone get started? I know you said someone earlier was ask, was asking you, mm-hmm. you know, someone felt like they were called to write a book. How do you get started with a project like this? Um, what are the, some of the steps that you took? Yeah, so um, for those who don't know, I also write historical fiction. And so this, uh, which are is an entirely different kind of uh, mm. project. And yeah. actually, I was, I was talking to my pastor about when I was first coming out with the devotional the first time. And I had said, yeah, this is the book I'm most nervous about than, than the other three books. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, sometimes you get negative feedback and you get positive feedback, too. And so there can be some, you know, nerves behind anything that you produce as a mm-hmm. creative is, are people going to like this? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and so when I first put this book out, my pastor even said, well, yeah, you can't hide behind the metaphors now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in, in, my his, in my historical fiction books... Yeah. Uh, you'll actually see a lot of my testimony is interwoven through mm-hmm. awesome. uh, my second and third book, yeah. uh, specifically my third book. And mm-hmm. so through this book, like I had to be plain. I had had to share personally mm-hmm. the things I've been through and tell stories and even struggles. But every single time I was like, okay, this may be difficult and this is vulnerable, mm-hmm. but God, this is going to help someone. Right, and so yeah. that helped me through the process. And so getting started... I mean, it, it seems like, oh my goodness, how do you write a book? It seems like such such a such a big thing, right? Which which it is. I'm not <laughs> yeah. not uh, right, yeah, it down. Yeah. No, no, for <laughs> sure, for sure. But anyone can do it. I say the same thing about like running marathons. I run half marathons, and I was like, no, I can't do it. 13 miles, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, no, you can. It's yeah. it's just your mindset. Yeah. Um, for example, my dad's telling me when I'm going to run a full, and I'm like, oh, I can never do it. And he's like, you're right, you never will. So, because, yeah, you won't, because that's your mindset, right? Yeah. But if yeah. you tell yourself, I'm going to write a book, you better yeah. believe you're going to write a book. Yeah. yeah. I believe you can. And so it comes down to mindset, and it comes down to, okay, what do I want to write? You don't want to just write a book to write a book. Mm-hmm. you got to have a message. if something that, that has been just laid on your heart. And begin to just be in a journal. That's where it started. A lot of the things that are pulled from here are mm. from... Uh, seven years worth of journals. Wow. Wow. And throughout, That's cool. yeah, throughout college, I started journaling when I was a freshman in college and I now have kept over 10 plus journals. And my grandmother was the one who gave me my first journal. And she said, the importance of journaling is because then you can look back and see what God has done in your life. Like you can see how yeah, God is faithful. Like there are things yeah. you forget about, right? That God has done in your life. Mm-hmm. And so it's been so cool because especially if I'm walking through something, and then I look back and read something that God did for me four years ago. I'm like, why am I so worried about this? Look, look mm-hmm. at how faithful God has been. Yeah. And so, yeah, just gathering information, like sometimes it's going to take years. So even though this project, maybe the actual writing of the project only took several months, mm-hmm. the actual process actually began seven years ago. You know, so right. it's been yeah. years in the yeah. making and of just things that I've learned along the way. And, and yeah, just, I mean, you start putting pen on paper and start writing and begin to format it, and then it goes through tons and tons of editing. Editing takes way longer than writing. Yeah. I bet, yeah. 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 I'm yeah, sure you guys know all about editing. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. bit. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. For sure. Yeah. Okay, and so you already sort of got into the second question. Um, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, like you said, it, a lot of it is... Editing, like uh, editing yeah. takes a lot. It takes a lot more. It takes a lot more time because you have mm-hmm. to even even just like grammatical errors, probably right. Just like little stuff oh, like that. Oh my goodness! Like most of it is most of the time it can be grammatical, but yeah. then there are things, especially. Um, I was writing this and wanting like God to lead me, and in mm-hmm. what and there were times where I just kind of 
went my own way, you know, and, yeah. and I've de- I deleted entire chapters even wow. down to the very end. And um, actually, in one of the final final proofs of writing this, I felt like God t- said to me, share your story, tell your story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to share my testimony, <laughs> yeah. at least in this form, because I don't know who's going to read this. You know, yeah. I right, can sit yeah. down with someone sure. who's close to me, who I know personally, and I can share my testimony. Yeah that's fine because we've established that trust. This mm-hmm. is establishing trust with people who don't know me. Yeah. And, but I really felt like God saying, I want you to share your story. And granted, I leave a lot of it out. And so yeah. even just writing my testimony, that was the hardest part of writing this book. And it mm-hmm. went through so many editing revisions. Uh, there were a lot of things that I, I keep it kind of vague, but in hopes that someone who's walked through something similar mm-hmm. can be like, okay, I'm not alone. And also there's hope and God is with me mm-hmm. and he's going to use every broken thing to bring glory to his name. Amen. And and our lives are meant to bring, we're vessels to bring glory to his name. And so mm. I believe whatever you've walked through, that God is going to, God is going to do that to give all glory to him. So yeah, man, this book's I all love, for him. I, man, I love that. That's so good. I, I think, I, f- I think that that's really important. Like you said, you were, you had that um, experience you were walking through with the, uh, with the, the national uh, coordinator or director, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, hyphen director. And uh, you guys are talking about, you know, there's not very many books like this for young adults mm-hmm. or even written by a young adult right. yourself. Like what we kind of talked about even on the on the hyphen podcast is like you find with hyphen, there are a lot of hyphen that minister to hyphen. Yeah. Like Landon Gore would be one of them. Mm-hmm. He's how old? He's 26, right? I think he's 20. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he's 26. He's young. Yeah. Yeah. He's young. He's 26 years old. He's only a few years older than us. You know, he's yeah, like, he's literally, yeah. 26 years old and <coughs> he's out here preaching and ministering in, in incredible ways. And it can go all the way down to, you know, your local hyphen coordinators, mm-hmm. people that are just in the hyphen group that teach Bible studies, like you had talked about and stuff like that. It's, it really is, it really is awesome. And I think I see, like when you first told us that you were writing a book and that this was it, what it was going to be about, I was I was excited from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I think this is something that could be um, that could make a, a, a great impact um, in in our generation. I think uh, you know even just this this style could spark a lot of different things mm-hmm. too. You know I think um, me and Carl have kind of experienced that in a different way. Like I think. That's where I think that's one of the reasons why me and Carl like this so much. At least for me personally, I think Carl may feel the same way, but because it's like when people, when we started the podcast, there wasn't really anything necessarily like this. And right, yeah. when, when we started to get into it, it was like, you know, there, the people started and people still now they're like, there, there really isn't anything like that. And there's a lot of, there are other apostolic podcasts, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily are they're not really speaking as just specifically yeah, to the young adults exactly speaking specifically to the young, young adults and and even just being real like just mm-hmm. me and me and Carl multiple times have just been as real as we possibly can yeah. on here and there's not there's not very many things like that targeted toward us mm-hmm. I know that that's like that's something that I had always missed and to have that now even just listening to our own podcast every once in a while I'm like man I was there and I remember when we spoke about it and it was cool, but after now listening to it, it's really speaking yeah. to me, you know, and like, I'm sure you probably had moments like that yes, with your own book. with you writing. Know? Yeah. Oh, so many times where I like read something I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you yeah. can, you can almost kind of blow yourself away, but really it's, it's God, it's he's God, using yes. you and he's, 
it, there are a lot of moments where I'm like, I don't even remember saying that. Like, honestly, I'm just like, I'm like, man. So like many I, times. I mean, how many times, you know, when we just allow ourselves to be used by God mm-hmm. and, you know, you maybe s- allow God to move in his spirit and to speak into other people's lives. And I had, I've had people come up to me and be like, say, oh, this, what you said to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't remember saying that at yeah. all. Yeah. That yeah. is, that is a spirit of God and, and how powerful it is. Like that spirit gets to like move through us and yeah. work through us yeah. and be able to just minister to people. I mean, it's just the most beautiful gift. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think just like Logan was saying, uh, we're, we're uh, like, we're all three of us are, are creating content. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of the advice that we've been given by people who, you know, have listened to our podcast and been like brother Steve Harris and things like that, people like that. It's like, you got to be true to yourself mm-hmm. and, and you got to be honest. Cause like a lot, mm-hmm. like our, our last podcast that we put out, or the one before last was like, we just had a real moment of honesty. I don't know if if you're listening, you should stop and go listen to that one because I feel like that one was the realest we've ever been. And not just with our listeners, but with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, when creating, you know, we're, we're giving advice on how to create content and, and you are as well. It's like giving advice, I would say like, you want to you wanna set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. And so you want to do, just like we were talking about on the podcast, there are so many other things that you can do um, outside of just the creative process itself. So writing mm-hmm. or, 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 or recording. Mm-hmm. But like Logan and I were saying, it's like you got to spend time outside of that actual process yes. to prepare yourself for that. You know, yes. and in this case, in our case, it's prayer. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's right. it's meditating. Right. It's thinking yeah. about uh, it's thinking about the subject matter itself. Yeah. Something along that lines that we do actually in the creative industry um, because when you're writing eight hours a day, every mm. single day, right. you you hit writer's block. You hit creative yeah. block, right? You're trying to come up with different creative concepts. And I work specifically, our client is Toyota. So how do you mm-hmm. sell a Toyota car? Right. I'm, we're selling the same vehicles year after year after year. So, yeah. you, you know, you can, you can start to just get in this, this slump of like, okay, what is a new way that we can do this? And mm-hmm. one of the um, biggest advice that was given to me in advertising school is take a break. Get outside do something that is different from the norm. Mm. And so one of the things that um, my teacher had told me is he said, take a different route to work because you get in the same slump of just getting in, you go in through the motions, right? Yeah. And that you kind of just, yeah. that routine, we, and we become comfortable with the routine. But I think where the greatest creativity lies is when we get uncomfortable mm-hmm. and even and just allowing ourselves to do something new and something different. And so what I realized is because when I would take a different route to work, I had to think. By the time I came into work, I was already thinking. I was already awake. And I was Mm. able to kind of dive more in with a different perspective. And even my creative director tells me, if you're you're in a slump, don't try to work through it. Go on a walk, right? And, um, And another thing that I was sharing with someone, I was like, you know what's really cool is that I literally live and serve the most creative God. And he, I mean, we, we barely tapped into his creativity, right? Oh yeah. And the fact is we are his children Mm -hmm. and, and we're creative. I believe every single person is creative, whatever that looks like, even if it looks more along the lines of engineering, scientific, you are a creative. Mm -hmm. Start thinking of yourself as a creative, you know, whoever you are. And, and through that, that, that we can ask for God for his creativity, right? Just like anything else, like, Lord, you know, I pray for your provision. I pray for 
we can also pray for his creativity and his mm-hmm. mind and the way that we approach our work. And I think that's like a beautiful way to look at it. Yeah, too. man. Definitely. I love that. Um, I think, I, I think a pretty, pretty interesting, something that I kind of, uh, that I'm kind of interested in as far as, you know, this whole process mm-hmm. that you've kind of gone through is how, how do you, f- how do you get, how do you have all this time? Cause I know that you said, <laughs> you know, this has spanned like over years really yes, as, as far yeah. as just everything yeah. that's kind of come to you. Mm-hmm. But even over the last few months and as you've kind of inched closer to it and getting, mm-hmm. you know, even all the way down to printing it, I mean, like yeah. how, how do you go through that process of, of finishing it? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there has to be, I, th- and this, this is just how I, it, I could be wrong, but there has, I'm sure there's probably moments where you feel like this may not be it, or this is, you know what I mean? There's I'm probably, in the towel. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like how, how do you get, how do you go through that process? How do you get through that process? Yeah. So there have been many times with each of my books where I've started and, you know, you get through and you're like, nope, this, I just, I can't do this. Or whether it's your own voice or other voices in your life uh, and, and not, and by other voices, I don't mean those who are like in your inner circle. I'm talking mm-hmm. about outside in the world where you begin to look at what other people are doing and you begin yeah. to okay. see, oh, gotcha. see yeah. those vo- like, oh, my goodness, like, look at what they're doing. How can I do that? Mm-hmm. And and no, like my, my voice is human worthy. I'm just a little human being. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, if God has placed something in your heart, if God has placed something inside of you and you can't get it out of your head, you can't get it out of your spirit mm-hmm. like. God will give you the endurance to make it to the end. And yeah. and if it's not meant to be, then it might go away, you know, and then maybe it's not for that season and it comes back in mm-hmm. another in another season in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kept having this like endurance inside of me that was like, no, like I'm going to finish this and complete it. And after you've written four books, <laughs> mm-hmm. you realize it's possible. I can do this. Yeah. And kind of like uh, going back to when I had shared the whole thing about running a half marathon. The first time I had ever ran one, I was like, this seems impossible. How am I supposed to run mm-hmm. for over two hours straight at a good pace, you know? Mm-hmm. And I ended up completing it. And they call it runner's high when you when you finish. Um, your, your endorphins are just like through the roof. Mm-hmm. And you are like, I could run another one right now. Like you literally feel like that, but physically you can't, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Unless you're training for a full marathon. But yeah, uh, yeah and I remember feeling that and being like, oh, I got to sign up for my next race. Mm-hmm. When I approached the second race that I went into, I had so much more confidence and knew that I could go into it because I'd mm-hmm. already completed one before. Mm-hmm. And right now mm-hmm. my dad and I are training for a third one and I have that same mindset. So I'm like, oh my goodness, 13 miles. But no, like each time you do it, you, you're you able to just overcome the thoughts within yourself that's like, I can't do this. So the very first time I wrote a book, it was the most terrifying experience of my entire life. Mm-hmm. Made it to the end, published. And then I realized, oh my goodness, I can do this again. And you just are able to keep doing it. And I'm sure the first time you guys ever recorded a podcast, you're like, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Know? For sure. No but doubt. then as you keep going along, you learn and you grow along the way mm-hmm. and, and you learn things that you did wrong. You learn things that you did right and you Definitely, apply yeah. them and then you're able to just continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, wow. that's really what happened with us. It's like we got we got really comfortable. But then there's also that point where, you know, like we spoke about in our, in our podcast before last, it's like. You get too comfortable, mm-hmm. and then now it's like, mm-hmm. where do we go from here? Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. You might get to to book ten or fifteen, and then it's like, okay, I've, I've been doing this for a while, I feel comfortable, but 
maybe the the ideas are not flowing the way they should. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, like we said, you got to start pre- like this. We're, this this last segment is really about giving advice to people who want to do something similar. Mm-hmm. It's like um, you got to start preparing, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what me and Logan have been doing lately. It's like really spending time outside the podcast yeah. to to prepare ourselves. So like. You know, writing up the agendas, writing mm-hmm. up the you know the calendar, and that's kind of like now we need a we need a team to help us. Mm-hmm. And so we, we we just recently we had our, actually our first meeting this mm-hmm. morning, mm-hmm. and I feel I don't know how I have, we haven't talked since then, but I feel uh, like a, a burden lifted off of me because it's like mm-hmm. now we can we can focus on the things that we need to focus on more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The content right. creation process. You know what I'm saying? And as the team works. We all working. We're all working towards this goal, and then we can finally get it done. And you know, Logan and I are, are stressed out, and I feel like that that will definitely help someone who's going through a season of like um, of complacency. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, uh, another thing is like getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But I think in in our case, we needed to get help. You know what I'm saying? And I, I encourage anyone who's doing something like this. You can't do it on your own. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. you have to sort of. And then the, the thing is, people can bring in. Fresh ideas. You know, we had people mm-hmm. on the team from one of the, one person on the team is from Iowa, one person on the team is from Alabama, and so getting that fresh perspective and, and sort of changing things around and it's definitely helped us so far. We've seen growth That's already awesome. from the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah, really, it yeah. really is awesome. I I think this God does everything for a reason. He puts everything mm-hmm. in place for a reason. I think you know we everybody has their their rough times and their rough moments. Um, but you know, once you start to cross that finish line, it, it really is, it's it's satisfying. I'm sure, yeah. like now at this point, oh, you've been absolutely. going through it. It probably feels yeah. good. It feels good, probably even just to promote it. It's like, all right, yeah. it's done. I can I yeah. can get out here and just yeah. and and just talk about it now. Breathe it again. really is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I exactly. bet. I yeah. bet. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, I think um, uh, your your project will be super super helpful to people. Mm-hmm. Logan and I are going to give it a read, and we, what we might do is sort of talk about it. Um, at, a, at a later date on the podcast, sort of break down, like, because you know how we do the breakdown segment. Yeah. Um, we could do something where we break down one of our favorite passages or one of our mm-hmm. favorite, um, you know, chapters. I think that mm-hmm. would be cool. Yeah. Um, just like we said earlier, this is not something that is done by people our age, just yeah. like with the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so breaking out into those new avenues is definitely, it's definitely a little bit scary because it's like not a lot of people have done it. Mm-hmm. And what you're, if you're one of the first pioneers, you just got to go and do it, and you got to, and you got to also make sure that you're lined up with with what God wants you to do, right? And, and encourage other people out there to do it too, because the thing is, each of us have gone through unique things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Each of us have led from, we all have different backgrounds, you know, different roads, and and there are things that I've gone through that you know you guys haven't gone through there are things you guys have gone through that i haven't gone through yeah exactly and so you're able the things that you've been through to be able to minister and speak specifically to a certain audience right Mm -hmm. right and so that's where like my book definitely i mean i think it can help anyone but it really speaks to those who've been through emotional trauma who've Mm -hmm. been through um a lot of uh, just difficult things that um maybe you feel as though no one else has been through this too and and Mm -hmm. i want to provide a place where people can be like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not alone. I'm not, I'm not the only one. And then here's a tool, here are passages, here's scriptures that I can go to that can carry me through this. Um, yeah. Cause that's a big thing that I really encourage too in this book is, you know, you can read every devotional and, and every amazing book in the world. There are so many incredible authors out there, 
but the most important book in your life is the word of God. And Definitely. that is what I continually um, just just try to remind people throughout it too is, mm-hmm. you know, I hope this is an encouragement. I hope this book is an encouragement. But more than anything, remember that the word of God is going to be the very thing that will breathe life and light into your life. Awesome. Is there anything else that you would like to say about your book, your project, mm. anything like that? I don't know if anything uh, specifically to uh, the project itself, but I would say just in writing in general is even if you don't feel like you have anything to say right now, but you feel like you want to write, write. <laughs> just yeah. do it. Just start. Just, write just start writing. Just start writing something. My writing all started with blogging. I started mm. blogging my. Oh, gosh. Senior year of high school or freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. That was when Blogger was very oh, yeah. popular. Oh, yeah. um, and then uh, Instagram came along and things kind of changed up a bit. Um, and now we're seeing influencers and all of that. And influencers. Influencers. I, that word. I, what a word. Influencer <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I Man. mean, I will say I'm a big travel person. And so there's some travel vloggers and influencers that I follow. That have really inspired me. So mm-hmm. in that For regards, sure. other influencers, eh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, here's the thing. But there's a specific purpose to what you're doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's so the difference. Yeah. So th- and and that's where I feel like even okay in my writing, because I hate promoting. Mm. Like every time I promote something, there have been so many times I have promoted on my personal site and then I take it down. Like even yeah. in posts or stories, because I just I get worried. And this is another topic for another day, but of what other people think. And I don't want to come off as like I'm promoting myself. Yeah. Don't worry. Know, we'll, or, we'll promote for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where uh, I just like, oh, I, I don't, uh, you know, it's it's weird. It's it's this it's this toss and turn because you don't want to annoy people. But you also feel like this is something God has given me and I want to gift it to others. So how do I balance that? Yeah, exactly. And um so that's where I started creating. I created my own uh, Instagram page, Jen Malik Books, and also a website, and I uh, started promoting through that avenue where I felt more comfortable. Cool. And also because I realized I was like, okay, God, like I believe in this, and I know, I know that you've given me the gift of writing, and uh, I, I want to run with it. And one thing when it comes to um, writing a book is, I definitely believe there are very talented people out there who could write way mm-hmm. better than me, way better. <laughs> Um, sorry, but hey, there's there's, <laughs> there's something that everybody needs to learn at some point is there's always somebody that's going there's to be better. There's always going to be someone that's going to be better. Always somebody that's right? going to be better. There always is. But there's only one you. There is only one you. And and that's what I want to just really communicate to people out there is God has given you a specific message. God mm-hmm. has given you your story. And God is the author of your story. God is the author of my story. He's the one writing it. And he wants you to appreciate and focus on your life Mm -hmm. don't look don't look at what everyone else is doing don't don't be weighed down by comparison whether it's on social media or whether it's even among your own friends and being like oh i wish i was him or her i wish i was doing this or that Mm -hmm. you have your own life and and god has incredible things planned for you and when it came to my writing i knew that it was more than just a talent but that it was a gift that god had given me um, I have memories of being a little kid uh, and writing stories for my family. Um, I, when I was five years old in kindergarten, my kindergarten teacher actually went up to my mom and said, 
um, watch her because she has a gift for writing. Wow. And my mom was recently sharing with this this with me, and I was like, wow, that's that's crazy, you know, that's oh, that's right, crazy. Yeah. And what it what it made it was like God was sharing with me and saying, yeah, maybe not the most talented, but I have given you a gift. Definitely, I have yeah. given you a gift, and and when you own that, when you know this is God's gift, I don't want to bury it. I don't want to bury his gift. I want to be able to share this gift with others. And so don't be afraid. Don't allow um, intimidation or fear to get in the way because that is the enemy's loudest voice that he uses is fear. He will use fear time and time again. And so just remember that, like, do not be afraid and and go with it. Go after it. Yeah. Wow. Just like that that story in the Bible about, you know, the man gives his um, his. his servants or his his people that work for him, you know, talents. Right. And, you know, what what are you going to do with it? Are you going to bury it? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Are you going to double it? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. When God gives you a talent, you don't want to waste it because he will take, he'll take that from you. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't do what he's asking you to do, he will take that from you. And so it's like, uh, Logan and I, you know, we don't feel gifted per se, uh, for this specific thing, but we feel like we were called to do this, and this is yeah. yes. this is something that we were we're supposed to do. And one of the first conversations that we had was like, the moment that we don't feel led to do this anymore, mm. we're not going to do it because it's it's not about us. It's right. not about what we want. I don't care if it gets super popular. If God is telling us the the road is ended, this the, your journey for this specific thing is over, mm. we got to do that. Yeah, because you don't want to. You also, you don't want to. You don't want to go on the other end of the spectrum by not using it to right. to overusing it and, mm-hmm. and and to using it for your personal gain and for mm-hmm. your personal, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So that's those are some of the things to be careful of for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Jim, man, great conversation. Um, if you guys are listening, this episode when this episode drops, uh, at the same time, her episode for the hyphen podcast will be also be dropped. Mm-hmm. Um. Super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to know just a little bit more about Jen in general, go listen to that one. Um, in general? Uh, <laughs> I love puns. That was good. Uh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was That cheesy. was punny. That was punny. Oh, that was corny. Oh that was even corny for, oh. for Joe over there. I know. Joe's Joe was shaking like, his head. Like shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe's the corniest person I know. But yes, listen to that podcast. Uh so where can we find this project and where can we find your social media? Yeah, so this project, uh, Through the Morning Fog, along with my other three books, which I've written three historical fiction novels, can be found on Amazon, Barnes & Noble online. Um, and this will be on my website as well, jenmalikbooks.com. Mm-hmm. Or you could purchase directly through me. at uh, My Instagram is jenmalik or jenmalikbooks. Cool, cool. Great. And it'll be available November 1st. Cool. November 1st. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, thank you so much, Jen, for being on. We really appreciate your time yeah. and everything that you've given to us through the podcast. Um, you know, super, super helpful. And like I said, we don't have people on just to have them. You know, we're kind of, we actually are it, we're a little selective with the people that we, because we could have plenty of people on, but it's like we want to be selective because we know that the people that we're picking have a specific message that align with uh, what we're trying to do with the podcast mm-hmm. and the, and what we're trying to convey. And we appreciate you. Um, again, this is Carl. This is Logan. 
and you have been listening to the manifest, make sure you check out uh, our uh, Instagram page at Manifest Podcast. Check out Logan at Norco and me at Furious Carl. Possibly, Possibly. the Uncle Carl right. soon. I think we'll we've been see. talking about it for like the last yeah. two weeks. I know. He's uh, got to do it. He needs to change uh, it. We'll Did you see. plug your uh, your your social media yet, Jen? Yes. Okay, I did. you did. Yes. Okay, yeah. I must have spaced out. And Joe, what, what's your social <laughs> media? We, we wanna, Joe, Joe is uh, yeah. he's, he's our he's our our, our audio video uh, uh, AV, yeah, whatever guy for the for the podcast. Whatever guy. He's whatever, whatever guy. guy. He's oh, our whatever guy. Dang, <laughs> wow, no, he does. He 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 runs the the production stuff for now. Yeah. Uh, for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Go world. Oh, man. Look, I'm sorry. Like I don't know where it's coming from. No, Joe, Joe. Well, Joe was gone for a few months. Now he's back. Yeah. Back on his job. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, Joe? Where, where can we find you at? Just at Joseph Heimer. At Joseph Heimer. At Joseph Heimer. Go follow him, ladies. He is single. Uh, ready to and mingle. Ready, uh, ready to mingle. He is ready to mingle. He is. He's giving Joe, us. He's, he's shaking like his head. No, not, but he no. Is. Joe's ready to mingle. He's ready. Yeah, he's Joe's ready, been taking that. tango lessons. He's tango lessons. Whoa. He's wow. definitely ready to mingle. <laughs> Carl, have <laughs> you been taking uh, tango lessons with him? No. <laughs> they're, they're, they're actually, they're partners. They're, Don't they're, do they are, they Don't are, do that. They are tango partners. No, absolutely not. They are. <laughs> they are. Don't lie. It's okay. Oh, man. It takes two to tango. <laughs> Whoa. Coming to a hyphen <laughs> <laughs> group near you. Right. <laughs> right. Seriously. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, uh, we will yeah. catch you next time. Yes. <laughs> If each of us shared our stories with one another, I am certain that we would begin to see that none of us have been spared from difficult chapters. That is the reality of life. Thus, it is for this reason that we must build a strong foundation for our lives, a firm faith that is unwavering no matter what life looks like outside your window today. The fog is guaranteed, and sometimes the fog is necessary. It is in these moments on the foggiest of days that you learn to trust God in a way that you wouldn't have otherwise. My dear friend Lauren once told me that if we didn't go through trials or pain, then our faith would be solely theoretical. I couldn't agree more. While you may not be able to see what's in front of you right now, just hold on. Put your daily trust in God's worth. True faith is trusting when you cannot see what lies ahead, when the impossible seems it will never become possible. True faith is putting our hope in the one who holds it all together. One of my favorite scriptures that I've taped to my bathroom mirror is 2 Corinthians 4.18. It is a reminder for me to daily live my life fixated on Jesus and our kingdom assignment while we are here on earth for however long that may be. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. When we live our lives with an eternal perspective, a perspective that understands that this earth is just our temporary home, then we will live with a passion that knows that our ultimate purpose is to share God's love through the light of the gospel with those around us, no matter how difficult our own circumstances might be. Let God use your pain as a lighthouse in the foggy some mornings. It will not only lead you home, but it might be the very thing that will lead others there too. So that was from my introduction through the morning fog. And you can find this on Amazon and Barnes Noble online. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider rating and sharing with friends. 